Hello, namaste, and welcome to Awaken Your Light radio show. My name is Karen Cressman. I am a multiversal shaman, spiritual interpreter, and self-empowerment coach. And it is my opportunity to learn how to walk the ascension process for myself and share it with all who wish to hear it. So thank you. Thank you, thank you for being here and being part of this awakening family. We're awakening to who we truly are, who we are as a light source and not as a physical source. And the more that I learn from the galactics, the more that I learn about the history that's been hidden from us, the more that it resonates as truth. And it's the truth of our infiniteness and that we are ever an energy source that grows, morphs, and evolves. And that is what this walk is about. And actually, I think we're in the time of great remembering. It's a great awakening but it comes through a great remembering of who we already are. This amazing, loving, light source energy that is connected and one with all that is. And it's connected through vibration. What are we going to vibrate with? Are we going to vibrate and resonance, resonate with the negative of duality? are we going to vibrate and resonate with the positive of duality? It's an interesting opportunity, at least, at least in this awakening and remembering time frame, we are remembering that we can vibrate as a positive source. We can look for all the good in things. And grow and evolve that way rather than holding on to what isn't good. So, just to give you some heads up of what's coming, the 28th, the wise ones want to do a show of how to receive tricks, not treats. (laughs) So, I'm not sure where we're going with that conversation, but it's should be interesting. How to receive treats, not tricks. Uh, in honor of the American hol- we, uh, uh, holiday Halloween, that's where we're going with this. But I think it has a lot more to do with the idea of are we going to vibrate with the positives of life or are we going to vibrate with the negatives of light of life? Isn't that the trips and the treats, really? And honestly, I don't know where that conversation came from, so obviously I was guided there. Um, It just dawned on me that that's probably what they're talking about. And we can see that in our everyday everything that we do, whether we want to vibrate with the positive or whether we want to vibrate with the negative. I just finished a temporary assignment that I've been working and I've worked with this team since May 
and they're like a family to me. They have embraced me, loved me. I have been embraced by the community at the Arcadia University, and they just, I was assisting with the inauguration of the 22nd president. And I was at this inauguration yesterday working, and I kept feeling like I was just going to cry all the way home. I cried when I left the building and thanked it for how it served me and supported me and nourished me and embraced me while I was there. And I drove home last night crying. I focused on the conversation I had with the new president. And what I said to him is that I wanted to congratulate him, but also, as the closing speaker said, he wanted to congratulate Arcadia for having this amazing new president and what it would bring to the community and to the future of all who were there. And what I expressed in the conversation was, you have this amazing synergy of your knowledge, your wisdom, experience, and the mentors that you have known. That's so clear from the speakers who were here and the friends that spoke for you. And then I have met this incredible community and the synergy and support of the staff and the students and the faculty. And I said, with those two synergies combining, how could this not be a huge success? I focused on those words on the way home. And what I realized so powerfully, oops, here come the tears, um, is that I was a part of that amazing synergy of possibility and potentiality for the future. Because this, co- this university's focus is to create stewards globe that understand with integrity diversity and how to bring a new form of social justice and inclusion to the community and the world is the new president's mission. Wow. That's what I attracted. Wow. How perfect was that for my work? And if I just attracted that, imagine what my next position will be. Wow. So that's how we can sow positive and what the opportunities are that are coming in the future. I let go of focusing on, oh, my God, how am I going to pay my bills? I let go of that, and I went to, wow, wow. What am I attracting after that? I am so excited to see it. So, and then we go to November 4th, and we've got the Andromeda Council show. So, wah! But also, um, 
On the 3rd, I want to note for people in the Pennsylvania area, I will be at the Awaken Expo, and I will be doing light language toning and a message from the wise ones and angel card readings on the 3rd, and that will be at the Bucks County Community College in Newtown, Pennsylvania. So an opportunity to get to be with us in person. So that's what's coming up. Okay. Good morning, Archangel Raphael. Hello, namaste. Hello, namaste to all of you. I am so excited to be here. It's been a while since I've gotten to communicate through Karen. And I am excited to have this conversation and talk about what you can do to shift those physical conditions that reoccur. I know that Karen came to this idea through issues that she has with mold and with all the rainy weather that's been happening in her part of the world it has caused so much mold and so many mold spores and it's an issue that is on the rise with all of the wet weather that continues to happen it's all part of the global shift that's happening for all of you and it's uh It's based on a lot of factors. There's not just one. So how do you release these things? They are a physical condition, and they exist in multiple layers. Hmm. I want to have Karen turn today for a resonance vibration of vibrant health. We're going to start there. Okay, thank you, Archie Raphael. All right. vibrating at a different pace. That was the whole point of it. We raise the vibrational space around you and that will continually to vibrate you at a higher resonance frequency. So now, let's talk about these old patterns. And I'm going to use Karen as an example because it will give you a a point of reference and a uh, Ground zero point to move off of. When you have developed a physical condition, it really doesn't matter what came first. Did it come from an emotion, something in your physical field? Did it come from something that happened in this lifetime? Or is it a memory, 
a cell memory coming back from a previous lifetime and the file got opened. Doesn't really matter. And many of you kind of look at these kind of things and go, what, how did it happen? I need to get to the root cause. Yes, there's value in getting to the root cause. When you get to the root cause, you can heal any anger that's associated with what happened and where you are now. And it is good to clear all of those emotions. And there are multiple ways to do that. You can forgive the feeling, like a feeling of helplessness or a feeling of victimhood or a feeling of frustration. You can focus on clearing that from your field and all of your chakra systems. Or you can, through past life regression or shamanic journey work with Karen, you can find the root cause. What was the lifetime? What happened? Are there souls in my world that are involved in this that I need to let go of, release, forgive? Do I need to forgive myself of something? Is this a karmic pattern that's playing out? You can look at all of those aspects and they will certainly assist you. The good news also is that you're getting into a vibratory vibratory area of your universe that is holding a resonance frequency field for you to release it in by truly, truly giving yourself and all others of any debts, trespasses, issues, harm, whatever word you want to use, use it. Whatever one resonates with you. Many of you have spoken the words, I give those who have trespassed against me that kind of a thing, but you've trespassed too. So make sure you include both in your conversations. It's duality. You've played all roles and you've got to honor that and forgive from that stance. And that's the way you can release it from your field. Your field is physical, mental, spiritual, ethereal, and and multiple others. You're connected. Okay. You have a connection to the consciousness of your community, the consciousness of humanity, the consciousness of the world, the consciousness of the galaxy, the consciousness of the universe, and so on and so forth. Those are all the consciousness layers that are connected to you and attached to you and work with and through you. Okay, now. If you can look at that big picture, or I should say, have Karen say, when you can look at that big picture, you can start to realize that any one moment of time or any action or any event that you've experienced, any memory is is just a point in time reference. The key here is how are you going to reference to it? Are you going to reference it as a turning point? 
or will you reference it as a an injustice? An injustice will stick and stay. That creates a file in your soul's hard drive. Those are the files that keep these patterns of health issues in place. It's the files that are in the system. Now, those injustices are one to look at it. Another way to have a file in your system is by taking on owning an identity that you don't have to own. For instance, that identity is I am allergic to pollen. And every spring, I get ill. Now, I'm not saying that that doesn't happen. And I'm not saying that your physical isn't in a point of challenge. Again, what came first, the physical issue or the mental, emotional, spiritual issue that's now a file? Okay? There's ways to look at this in multiple directions. So, I get sick every spring and fall because of these pollen sources. Got it. Uh, When you take that on, it lives in every field of your energy form, of your aura. Your energy field is the better word. Okay? It becomes a form in that field. That's what she's describing. It becomes a form in your energy field that is then a permanent fixture until it's removed. So Archangel Raphael, how do we remove these? That's the real, real key here. What is the removal process if it's living in all of those different fields and consciousness levels within as a light force and a light ray? Exactly. Because you're now talking dimensionality when you call yourself a light ray. It's multiple dimensions. And how many fields is it in? We could get into a really deeper conversation, and Karen doesn't like this rabbit hole, but I'm going to mention the fact that it could be parallel life-related. It's a hard concept for many of you to grasp, including Karen. She still has issues with that one. So how do you release it? Many layers and that much depth to it. What's the blessing? What's the blessing? You look for the blessing. Karen was upset about mold and having to be in a moldy place again, and it made her sick, and yada, 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 yada. We can go down that story. The key here is 
she realized that she was resisting it. She realized she was angry about it. She realized she was feeling like a victim that she had to do that to earn money to put a roof over her head. All right. You, we can all, you can all relate. There's something in your life you can relate to about this. So she finally got to a space of, oh, what's the blessing? What is the mold offering to me as a gift? And the immediate answer she received is that it is the dark, moldy, fermenting emotions and fears that are hidden deep in her psyche, that the mold is the mirror for to bring up and out. It's the festering emotions. Like mold is is from water, water that gets stuck and stopped and starts to fester. Think about that. If water is emotions, emotions, those deep, deep, deep things penetrating your psyche that's festering, fermenting. So if you have a mold allergy, you got to look deep, 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 deep in the soul's history to cleanse and clear it of old, old, old negative karma. And once she got there, she could bless it to say, thank you, thank you, thank you. I have healed that karma. I have compensated and freed all those souls and myself. We are free. We can move forward now. And thank you, thank you, thank you for bringing that front and center for me to learn and grow from. That was the place she got to. So now, she got there, and she continued to have allergic reactions to all the mold from all of the rain and what's been going on on the East Coast with just constant rain. So that's what led to the conversation. Okay. I get the point of it. I got the root cause healed. Now what? Now that the root is healed, how do we clear it from all of the energy fields? Because it's existed for centuries. This is a, this is a century issue for Karen. And for many of you, you're in the same boat. Some, it's just recent. But others, it's deep, 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 dark stuff. How do you release it? got to change the thoughts and the emotions. You've got to continue to bless it, bless it, bless it. And know that your ability to vibrate is beyond that. See, what happens is when you have these triggers, and she wrote the wonderful newsletter, the Emotional Triggers newsletter uh, last month. So you can all check that out on the website at karencrossman.com. Sign up for the newsletters. I'm going to plug for her. (laughs) 
you, Archangel Raphael. Um, yeah. Yes. So continue, please. Emotional triggers. When you have an emotional trigger, we could call these environmental triggers. It's a similar concept. And these environmental triggers will zap you as fast as an emotional one will. Because what you've done is you've trained your cellular structure to react to pollen, mold, cats, dogs. You've trained your field to react. Some of you will be able to do this faster than others. Some of you will be able to do this in a heartbeat and a snap and you'll clear it and go, oh, okay, I don't have that issue anymore. Others, it will take a little longer. Now, remember, some of this is dimensional. Some of this has happened for centuries. So give yourself a break. The older it is, the harder it will be to release. The newer it is, the easier it will be to release. The the real clarity is how quickly can you stop feeling angry about it and get to, oh, thank you, bless you. Now, if you're allergic allergic to pollen, All you need to do is say, wow, thank you for the beautiful trees. I am so blessed by those beautiful trees and what they have to give the world. I want to vibrate with the beauty and the resonance. Thank you, thank you, thank you for their beauty and their resonance. Because that's the vibrational frequency resonance pattern you will then just jump yourself into going to take practice again some of you are going to get it on the first jump some of you are going to it's like riding a bike you know how many people rode a bike the first time and didn't have any balance issues hmm yeah this is a new balancing act for all of you think of it as riding a bike you just have to keep it getting back on but you will get balance you will get how to stick to that new vibrational resonance field You have to create it for yourself. And it's sort of like we talk about if you have to create a new thought pattern, a new neural pathway. It takes practice. It takes time to make that the dominant one, and the other one just keeps getting lesser, 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 gone. Same concept here. Keep owning. It's good for you. Good for you. Karen. Yes, I'm getting orders, guys. Your opportunity, not orders, your opportunity is to see mold as a wonderful source of healing. Because isn't a penicillin something that helped people heal from the plague and the flu? So you can look at it that way. Now, I'm not going to take away the fact that certain physical characteristics 
that you were born with may be more susceptible to certain pollens and spores. But that's no different than your DNA structure and the fact that some of you have DNA, same as your family, but it doesn't mean that you have the same issues. Karen's family all has high blood pressure. She has low blood pressure. And that's what she constantly owns. I have low blood pressure. So knowing. Work on the thought patterns of knowing that you are, that that you just love all the seasons. You love the beautiful trees. You love the beautiful flowers. Just keep working on that frequency. Let go of the fear of getting sick from it. Let go of the physical trigger that leads to emotional triggers. Or let go of the emotional trigger that leads to physical triggers. It is a multidimensional thought process change. You've got to know that everything in the world is good for you. And if you can't say that, go to, I choose to vibrate with all the positive things about everything on the planet. Everything has a positive, I choose to vibrate there. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I vibrate with the positivity of mold. I vibrate with the positivity of pollen. Thank you. I choose to vibrate with the good that it brings. Because pollen, pollen is, is your um, recreation process. The pollen recreates. It grows new things. It is a source of that, a source of the metamorphosis of growth. How amazing is that? Resonate with that. That's the vibratory pattern. That's where you want to stand. That's where your power is. Think about the people in the world who know that everything supports them. Everything supports them. Well, it's hard for a lot of you to think that. But when you know that everything supports you, everything is for you, you will vibrate at the resonance that will easily move through any of these issues and come away with very little consequence. You might have the sniffles and, and then and then all of a sudden you won't have anything. Because you will start to train your cellular structure about the good it brings it. Now remember, your cells are no different than your neural patterns. They are going to need time to get out of the old rut as well. But the more you can know it, know it, know it, own it, own it, own it, release, release, release the triggers and the labels, the faster you will heal 
not only the result, but if you truly work on the forgiveness and owning that you have played every role everywhere and you forgive any root cause, you will clear it and complete these cycles and these patterns. There's the bottom line. There's the value. So now, let me take questions. Thank you, Archangel Raphael. That makes so much sense. I never thought of this as multidimensional. But we, we, it's almost like a web is what I'm seeing, guys. It's almost like a web. And it, the issue could be connected. For me, let's take mold. It, it's definitely got a core root in a very nasty lifetime that apparently I was very evil in. Um, I was a, a voodoo witch doctor shaman. And I chose to harm with it um, to the point where God even wouldn't even show me. He said, your heart today couldn't take what you would see. He wouldn't even show me. That's how horrible it must have been. And I have to forgive myself for causing this whole line of karma that's led me here. That's the root cause of the mold for me. Um, but then to know that it could be dimensional in other ways and connected to other lifetimes or, well, and I've seen it in other lifetimes, but that it could be in a parallel place. True. It's almost like a spider web. It's almost like webbed in our being some of these conditions. So, Depending on, you know, whether you have one strand, two strand, or multi-strand, three-dimensional structure in this, it's going to take time, and we can do it. So, if you have a question, guys, call in at 347-838-8024, and I'm going to take our first caller, who is 404 Welcome to Awaken Your Light Radio Show. Who's calling and where are you from, please? Hello? 404, you're live. Yes, ma'am. Can you hear me? Yes, now I can. Okay, yes. I'm sorry. I have my Bluetooth on. Um, my name is Ashia. I'm calling from Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, hello, welcome. Hi. And what? Um, I had a question. Go ahead. You talk a little bit louder. We're, we're having, oh, I'm, yes, I'm barely hearing I had me. a question. I have a question about this guy I'm dating. Like, okay. What do you see with that? Like, how do he feel about me? What do you see with that? Like, am I wasting my time? or? Archangel Raphael, what would you like to guide her on? The fact that you have so much doubt and hesitancy about this situation says two things. Number one, you don't trust yourself. Or number two, you don't trust him. And when a relationship is thriving, you don't take the time to doubt. So now, the real key here. Go ahead, say 
could you please repeat oh, that? I do that all the time. I do that all the time just to make sure I'm not wasting my time. So then the bottom line is, if you do that all the time, do you do that in other places in life or just with relationships? Uh, just relationships. Okay. So then the real key here is it's not about him. It's about you. And what you need to do is, and this is a type of condition as well that's a repeating pattern. What there is for you to do is start to look at all the reasons that you are lovable and all the reasons he would want to be in your life. And really get honest with yourself about who you are and who you're not. You're somebody who has a huge heart and you care. You're somebody who um, is very open and outgoing. You're someone who is respectful Look at all of those things about yourself. You're someone mm-hmm. who really doesn't want to hear baloney, and you're not going to stick around for it, and you, you, you're, you want things point perfect and so on and so forth. Look at, look at those factors about yourself. Get, mm-hmm. get really honest with yourself. Because the doubt isn't about him. It's about doubting that you're worthy of love. When you know you are worthy of love, then you can look at him and go, okay, he's this quality, this quality, this quality, this quality. His quirks are yada, yada, yada. Can I live with those quirks? Oh, yeah, because these qualities are just dynamic. And this is what I want to be with. Mm-hmm. So the doubt that you're feeling isn't about how he feels about you. It's how you feel about you. That's no, the real no, bottom line. No. No. I'm, okay, well, how do he feel about me? Like, is it, you know, am I in a third-party situation or, like, well, Again, when you're clear enough about who you are and how worthy you are, then you look at his actions. Does his actions match his speaking? And if they don't, then then he's not someone to trust. Actions have to match speaking. So it's what I'm giving you is an energy read here. Um, okay. because Karen's not a psychic and actually psychics don't even work anymore. Your energy field is such that, and what, what I, we could say today is the truth could shift tomorrow. It could shift in an right, hour. Right, right. So the energy dynamic is a whole different field and we have mm-hmm. to look at things energetically. So if his actions and his speaking are not in sync, then really don't trust either one. It doesn't mean he's lying, but when a man's actions and speaking are in sync, there's the person to have a relationship with. And make sure your actions and your speaking is in sync. There's where a powerful relationship can grow. 
Otherwise, Mm -hmm. you're going to constantly always doubt it because when they don't match, there's, it's not something you can trust. Right. So look at his actions and his speaking. They have not been in sync, have they? Not really. It's kind of hard to tell, like, not really. But someone said maybe my expectation is too high. Well, here's what we can say about expectations. Um, If someone's, if the expectation you have for others than the expectation you have for you then you're out of sync. Okay. If the expectation you have for a man is the same expectation you have for yourself and the way you live, mm-hmm. then you are accurate. Because if you had an if you had less expectations for a man in your life than you do for yourself, it will never work as a relationship. Mm-hmm. Vice versa. If you expect more from a man than you expect from yourself, it will never work. Things in today's world have to sync. Actions, speaking, expectations, what you receive, what you give, they have to synchronize in an equal balance or they will not work and you're going to create more hardship and upset and more karma with some another soul and you don't want that. And if you guys aren't in sync, then let it go because you're just going to create upset and that's not going to help either one of you. But mm-hmm. if you see enough things that are valuable, there the qualities in somebody, the the fun you have fun together. Is it is is it somebody who lifts you up and makes you laugh and makes you feel better as a human being? Then yeah. then work on creating that balance. Look at what needs to happen to get in balance. Because you're right, you two are not in sync. Energetically, you're not in sync. We I can definitely read that in the field. But it's mm-hmm. the why you're not in sync. It's not only about him. It, and, the, and you have no control over changing his thoughts and emotions. You do over yours. So the more clear you can get about who you are, what you want, are your actions in sync with your words, how do you feel around the other person, how do you, are you somebody that lifts him up? You, you're not mm-hmm. really playing that role I was just either. speaking on that today. He lifts me, he lifts me up. Oh, wait. You don't think I lift him up? If you are doubting him, he feels that energy. Mm-hmm. And that's not lifting him. Okay. I, w- I okay. just wrote a post about him lifting me up today, too. Mm-hmm. What you can do to shift the, the energy you're feeling Sit down and write down all the good things about him, all the things you love about the relationship. Focus on those mm-hmm. positives. The same as I talked about with focusing on the positives of, of even 
pollen in the world. Look at the positives. And when you start focusing there and you start, you know, even guys are a very simple being. They want to be valued and appreciated. And when women focus on, thank you for that. Wow. You just, you made me feel so good when you said that. Or they open the door. Thank you, honey. You're so kind. Or things on that, that's, when you focus on all those little things that are going, that are special, that make that that make you feel good, they want to do more. Mm-hmm. If they mm-hmm. feel upset or doubt from a woman, if they feel anger or frustration or they didn't do this right and they didn't do that right, they they give up. They give up. They don't. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to how to help how to, to, to fix it. Men want to fix it. In general, this is a general conversation about men. So the more that you can look at the positives in the relationship, it will empower those positives to grow. The more that mm-hmm. you look at the negatives in a relationship, it will empower those negatives to grow. And that's mm-hmm. what dissolves a relationship. Right. I see my thing. I okay. don't know why I keep thinking he's talking to someone else, but it's not like I have proof of it, though. But, like, I haven't seen anything. I just keep thinking that. I don't know why. Well, really get centered in your gut and Mm -hmm. really get focused about what you want and what you don't want and Mm -hmm. what your boundaries are. And you could Um, say that. You could, you know, pick the right moment and say, I need you to know something that I am a, I know that I'm an amazing woman and that um, I'm enough for a man. And if, and if that is, it, it, oh, how could you say this that won't disempower? You could bring it up in a side way and bring up to the fact that, you know, I know so-and-so is seeing two people and that's not who I am. I'm a one man woman and, and I want to be a one woman man. Like, like I want a man who wants just one woman. You could bring up something on that nature. Just state your boundary about it. Look for the right moment, but be crystal clear that he knows that's who you are and you're not going to stand for anything less. Mm-hmm. You got to create a boundary here. Be really strong right. about your boundary, all right? And once you're strong okay. about that boundary, really look again and see, is he seeing someone else? So focus right. on the positive. Be the kind mm-hmm. of woman he doesn't need another woman. So, you know, be that mm-hmm. person. And then if right. he isn't right. that man, he will fall away and the right one will come. Right. There you go. That's your key. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank You're thank welcome. You. And thanks for calling in. Have a oh, wonderful thank day. You, for my call. you too. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye bye. Okay, we have one one one. Namaste, oh, you're calling. Where are you from? Oh hi Karen. Hi, Karen. Yay. Yeah. Um, that was such an interesting um, conversation you just had because 
I can relate to that with workers. Um, the moment I tell them something that I'm not sort of like in line with, it's not sloppy work or something, they just get up and leave. They can't take mm. it from, I can understand why females are not contractors <laughs> because it's almost an impossible task. It, it, um, with that, but I don't really want to get into that in the conversation. But I really value that what you just brought forward, Raphael and Karen collectively. Um, but going back to the health, okay, love this show, love this concept because you see mm-hmm. it all the time in reference to the notices of death of someone. Um, they fought, they fought the battle of cancer. They fought that for a long time. Um, he's been battling cancer. You see the terminology that they give their own body that they dislike their body. Like they're at war mm. with their body as cancer. And a friend of mine mentioned the word cancer, you know, as a test and, you know, for this cancer. And I said, oh, that's fantastic. You just say to the doctor, oh, thank you. I can, sir, overcome this. Instead of saying, mm-hmm. I have cancer, turn it around mm-hmm. to, oh, I can, sir, which is the same tone, overcome it. Because it's just a label that was given to you um, from another source in a belief of their word against your action. And your action I- is your mindset. And... I, you know, Karen, I have not been to the doctor for 25 years to say, wow, take from me, take my blood and test me and find out what's wrong with me. Because every day I focus on what's right with me, like, wow, I can stand on balance. I have my balance, which is to me um, one of the keys as well in health. And I say mm-hmm. to people, when you stand up, Think, stand on one leg and balance. You've got the, you know, you can hold onto the counter if you need to, but then switch legs and see where your balance is in your body as well. Like, wow, I have no strength in my balance on my left side or my right side. Or do you see, there are so many ways that we can self test ourselves. And I went through that with the 25 years, Karen, because when I was pregnant, or Raphael, I was told by all my friends, you've got to go to a doctor, you're pregnant, you've got to go to a doctor. And I went, and they started telling me I had to take this and this and change that and do this and diet and whatever, and emotional things were going on in my life that exploded as well, and I ended up in hospital, a prisoner of the system in the hospital. And the only reason I was ever released was because I said, you cannot keep me here, I'm a New Zealand citizen. And I flew to New Zealand and I went back to a doctor with the same condition, bleeding, excessive blood. And I came home and I sat on a chair in front of my mother and I said to her, crying, I'm done. I'm absolutely done with people telling me what to do, what to take. I never did it before I was pregnant. And I did it because everybody said you had to at this time of your life, you're pregnant. Um, I walked into the bathroom, put every pill, every vitamin, everything that anybody had told me to take in the toilet, flushed it away, 
woke up the next morning perfect, had the perfect bowel movement because my system was a lot of my bowels um, releasing. And I've never had the condition again, ever. And I was told Amazing. it was a lifelong disease, that I had a disease right. that I would be on these pills for life. And I went Mm-mm. back to my belief system before I was pregnant, which was I never went to a doctor. You see, right. and I've used that concept for the last 25 years. I have emotional elements and I deal with them. I go to, okay, why did I stub my toe? Now I can't walk. A little toe, a little toe has made me lie down and do nothing, which is what I needed to do to be in that space of doing nothing. Do you see? A lot of people go against their own health and they go against their own symbols and they go against their own, like, well, you have mold downstairs. And I said, yeah, I put on a mask, a, a poncho, went down there, ripped it out, stopped, had a shower and went, okay, well, that's fine. No effect because I didn't go down there with that it's going to affect me. I went down there more in the wisdom of it's not going to affect me. So anyway, those that's are where you held. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for that. Um, Archangel Raphael saying that's where you held the vibrational resonance frequency pattern. That's a perfect example. You held that feeling, that field for yourself, and you had the previous knowing that you were fine, so you could release that condition overnight. You're the the example of someone who could go back to a pattern of the high frequency. Not everyone can. And that's a perfect example of someone who could. Yes. So can that, I Yes, can I intercept because one of the things that um Karen and, and Raphael were speaking on, because I'm not sure, um and it was that Karen was reflecting on, on the shamic life that didn't work instead of pulling in the shamic lives that she's had, because she's had the contrast of what did work. And I pull in my priesthood, and I don't mean that as a label that I've been a priest better than anybody else, but my priesthood knowledge of knowing that we are all the shamans within ourselves, that we all have that power within ourselves. And mm-hmm. so um, with this understanding and this awakening that people, even the innocent people that are just going, wow, that girl really didn't go to a doctor for 25 years. I'm 65 years old. People look at me, and I don't mean that, or nearly, I guess. Um, they go, wow, you look really good for your age. What do you do? And I said, I don't do anything except what I want to do. That mm-hmm. was so, um, because right. people do a lot of things that they don't want to do, but they do it because right. somebody else told them they have to. Like, this pill will do this, or don't eat that, mm-hmm. or do eat that. And um, one of my great teachers was Dr. Peebles, and I'm sure you're aware, of Raphael, of the wisdom of Dr. Peebles, but he said a term that I loved years ago 
It's not what you put in your mouth that does the damage. It's the words that come out of it. And that, to me, was really powerful. And I'll let you have the floor now. Thank you so much. You're welcome. No, that is very, very powerful. And that is what we were talking about in the idea of what you know and what you vibrate. And words are vibration. They are electrical field you put out into the quantum field that will vibrate like molecules back to them. So if you resonate the field hate, if you speak hate, you will resonate hate back to you. And it will be multiple aspects of hate. People hating you, reasons for you to hate others, that's the field you will create. If you resonate sickness, you will create a field of sickness back to you. Now, with people who have continuing problems and they feel sick all the time, what there is to do is just stand in vibrant health. And reminding your beautiful body and your field, your entire energy field, field of remembering its perfection. And Trisha, that's what you're talking about. You remember your perfection as a cellular being. And that's yes. something, fortunately, that is an automatic knowing for you. It's more challenging for people who have to train themselves to know that. But it is the truth. And you've got to train yourself back to the memory of that. That's the bottom line. So this is all what it's about, to resonate back. And I'm going to go down the road of the, when you mentioned cancer, the other thing about cancer or diabetes or look at what it's here to teach you what is its opportunity no different than Karen looked for the opportunity of the mold now I'm going to say something about the comment you made um, about Karen looking back and seeing the root cause yes she can look back and look at all of the positives that she learned in many lifetimes about being a shaman. And and she has, that's what has her doing what she's doing. But I want to make it clear for everyone listening that if you've created karma from a condition or a condition that has resulted from karma, that needs to be healed. And again, you can do that in multiple ways. But if you truly, truly, truly knowing every ounce of energy in your being, you can forgive it and release it. Forgive yourself for any trespasses you caused. Forgive others who have trespassed against you. If you can do that, you will free the karma from the physical issue. Then you can look at the emotional pattern of the issue and then the mental pattern of the issue. The mental pattern was I have cancer. I'm allergic to mold. I'm allergic to pollen. That's the mental pattern. 
The physical pattern would be your reaction to it. The emotional pattern is what created it. Cancer is resentment, unforgiveness. Right? So you've got to free all of those aspects of the condition and constantly get yourself back to the higher resonance pattern of what's going on, what's going on, what's going on. Um, So there's many, many ways to look at this picture. Go ahead. Can I ask a question? Um, Because I understand that totally, and I think that's an amazing aspect for anybody to look, because I had to do that myself as well. It's not perfection all the way, Um, any means, but... When a child is born with a difficulty from day one, right, is that part of them releasing that karma, like bringing it instantly to the front? Like if you're suddenly, you're born and your spine is all twisted up or your legs are going the wrong way or something, I'm just being rash here, but um, something like that instant birth. Is that like an instant karma of, them going through that phase of what they've created? I mean, explain that. Because that's often often it is. And sometimes it is a soul wishing to grow beyond, wishing to learn how to accept. It could be a condition where you... um, in another lifetime, you totally disrespected someone with a condition, and then you would need to come in and learn how to, and experience that condition to learn how to love someone in that condition. So there's multiple possibilities here. um, That also happens to in marriages, doesn't it, with the karmic relationships where um, one will end up being the, the caretaker of someone um, who yes. you've taken on a partner who ends up in a wheelchair. Your life changes because they end up in a wheelchair. It's not yes. you in the wheelchair. But you have that comic relationship, and a lot of people, till death do us part, is part of their, you know, their bond because they make that oath to each other. Um, whether or not they can break that is a different thing. Are we responsible in that sense, karmically, or like the person that, say, ends up in a wheelchair um, is not relationship-orientated anymore, is not sexual with anybody anymore, has old-timers maybe anymore, doesn't remember? Are you karmically bonded to that person, or can you say, I can take on another relationship and maybe have that one and another one? A lot of people would call that adultery. A lot of people would um, call that desertion and things like that. But are we bonded to somebody else's karma? That was the question. Well, it's karma or choice. I mean, sometimes it's a choice of what someone allows themselves to become. Sometimes it's a choice where they refuse to, they, they accept the physical condition and they become a victim to it. And then they they expect other people to be their victim 
or their co-habitat in this victim state that they have chosen. So it's an individual, that's a, that's a question that's individualized because in some cases it is something where the, the karmic party plays it out with the person. In other places it's no, the person doesn't need to be a victim to the person's choice and they can release it and move on. Each soul will oh, know okay. that for themselves. Yes. Yes, because I do see, um, because I see energy like like a lot of things, you do see relationships in people that have become codependent on this victimhood, where one is sort of like, and and guilt, and, and all of these energies come into it. So I'm just glad I brought that up, because I think that has a lot to do with, self-healing as well because when you hold somebody else to um, as that victim of you you know you can't leave me you've got to look after me you know um, that kind of thing is a fearful way of living as well so it holds you in the energy of the illness correct yeah I will let you take a call um, Karen thank you Trisha And thanks for bringing these wonderful aspects to this conversation. You've brought a lot of other insights to the whole concept of, you know, what is the balance and what is the vibratory resonance frequency pattern that we look to and work towards. And you're right about the whole relationship um, issues. That's, That's all aligned with this. So... I do have another caller, so thank you, bless you, have a wonderful day, and bye for now. Bye-bye. Thank you, bless you. 347? Hi. Hi. Where are you from? Hi, this is Katie. I'm calling from New York. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome, Katie. Thanks for listening in and being part of the conversation. What can Archangel Raphael answer for you? Okay, so I was listening to your show, and I love it. Um, How would I relate this to money? Because I seem to have a Ah. pattern of um, either not enough, making enough money, um, not creating enough money. Uh, I just have this issue with money, and I know money is associated with love, um, but I want to change that, and I don't know if it's like a – a different life, you know, lifetime thing or whatever, but I need to change my relationship with money and with love, <laughs> whatever. Well, it's the same thing, kind of. Yes, and, you know, you're bringing another whole um, rabbit hole to this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a brilliant thought because it is a condition, isn't it? It's a, it's a, yes. It can be a seasonal condition. It can be a chronic condition. I understand um, very much so. It's that's an interesting perspective to bring to this. Okay, Archangel Raphael, take it away. So I'm going to say, and it is a wonderful opportunity to add another whole aspect and layer to the conversation of vibrant health, because money is energy, 
Mm-hmm. Plenty of synergy. Think about it. You produce, you, you give energy to receive money. It's energy. Mm-hmm. And it's an energy. So lots of money is aligned with vibrant health and love mm-hmm. and joy. Right? Right. Or at least it should be. That's not always the case on the planet. A lot of people with lots of money who don't have those things aren't aligned with that. And then not having enough money is aligned with victimhood, Mm -hmm. illness, dis-ease, things on that nature. So that's a lower vibratory resonance pattern, right? So now when you look at this, There's two ways to look at money. You can look at it with anger that there's not enough. Or you can look at money as, I love you. I love having you. I love flowing you. I love giving you out and receiving you. And you are just the best. And you can value it and know that you have plenty of money. So, You're right. Not enough money is a label that way too many people have owned. And so that goes in your field, and that's a trigger point. And it becomes a trigger point. But it also becomes a dominant thought pattern, and you create that mm-hmm. neural pattern that keeps playing the condition over and over. Like, oh, it's spring. I'm going to get sick. Oh, I'm not going to have enough money. Right. Okay? So you keep that pattern in place, and it keeps being the magnetic attractor that pulls from the quantum field. Mm-hmm. How do you change that? It's a good question. So when you're thinking about money or health or relationships or love or conditions, look for the positive. Look for the benefit of it. Other dimensionality to this conversation is that you deserve to be vibrant health vibrantly healthy. You deserve and are worthy of love and relationships. You deserve and are worthy of money and income and flow. So that is an emotional aspect and wound that so many souls have. But you've got to also consider that you're in a world that constantly manipulates money. Mm-hmm. So there's another aspect conversation. Now, how do you go around that? The bottom line is you've got to bless, find the value in that, find the, the beauty. And you can let go of that piece of this conversation and start working on that you are worthy of money. And what is it about you? 
one of the conversations and one of the training patterns we've given Karen through the years is that she gives energy, she gives love, and that is worthy of money. But all of these shows she does, she's giving love, she's serving, and that is worthy of value. And that's where she's abundant. Find where you're abundant. Are you abundant in servitude? Then I'm abundant. I'm a victoriously powerful co-creative manifester. I'm worthy. Find your verbiage. That's one she goes, Karen goes to. I'm a victoriously powerful co-creative manifester, and I have manifested all my dreams come true now. And she'll dance around on that one. Get it in your field. Get it moving in your field. Whatever your verbiage is that you get for excited and raises your whole vibratory resonance pattern, go there. And then state it over and over and over, over and over and over. And the other thing you can do is have plenty of money. I have plenty of money. I have plenty of money. Get some money in, in savings, whatever is possible, mm-hmm. and just know I have plenty of money, I have a savings. I have plenty of money, I have a savings. No matter what's in that savings, there's plenty of money. I have plenty of money. <laughs> I'm a child of God. Start, so I'm worthy of it all. Yeah. I'm worthy of it all. Okay, so when you can start to change that in your field, And this is one of those patterns. You're dealing with a generational ancestral condition also. Mm -hmm. So you guys have to be gracious with yourselves and give yourselves time to change this pattern because you've got the ancestry of it, same as Karen, and many, many, many listening. You've got to allow the flow of a new thought process. And life is going to show up, and it's going to go back to those triggers that are in your field and in your hard drive and in those old files that's going to come and say, "Uh uh-uh, see, 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 you're not, see, you're not, see, you're not. You're going to be releasing those trigger patterns that are tractors of not enough. So be gracious with yourself. Be Mm -hmm. patient with yourself. And no, 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 you're worthy. And you've got plenty of money because of who you are. I, yes, I need to do, I've been through, I need to do those things, but I, I know of two things. So I have an issue with, like, but I know where it came from. So, for example, I'll give to a lot of, a lot of people. I'll give time, energy, love, all types of things. But I don't allow people to give back to me. I think I have an issue with receiving, and I don't give, I don't treat myself the way I would treat other people. Like I'm more giving to other people than I am to me, but I know that comes from my mother where it's giving to other people and not to me. Bingo. So do and I forgive her? Perfectly. I, I thought I have, but. <laughs> you forgive you. Oh. Okay. You forgive you okay. and you forgive your inner child and say, I'm so sorry I haven't given to you, but we're starting today. What would you like to do today? Should we go play? Should we do just for the moment, mm-hmm. take some time away from giving to others and give to you first because you're out of balance. Remember the first conversation yes. we had about yes. being out of sync? Yes. You're yes. out of sync. Yes. yes. 
really and I love the bike metaphor you used because that happened to me when I was a kid. I actually, I got on a bike and someone, someone, my own stepfather wanted to help me and I wouldn't let him help me. I said, no, I know how to ride a bike. What are you talking about? I don't need your help. <laughs> he was taking a train, training wheels off. And when I got on the bike, I fell. And this guy came and he helped me. I said, why did I fall? He said, you have to balance. But by the time my stepfather, he took a phone call. By the time he came out, I was riding that bike. <laughs> but that's, Amazing. Like that's the lesson of my life, balance. I have to learn how to balance. And that's you learn the hop. Ding, 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 ding. You need to learn balance of give and receive now. Yes, because I've given, given, given. And I also have like a, um, I guess an issue with, um, it's some kind of thought I have in my mind. I think because of that, that say, for example, if I have, I feel like my family or people, they don't want me to have. So I kind of like <coughs> giving up what I want to be loved mm. by them or to be accepted by them. It's some kind of people pleasing I feel I'm doing of like giving up my desires and my luxuries of like whatever I want, mm-hmm. they're going to be jealous or they're not going to like me. It's some kind of thing I have, I feel. That's a worthiness. Okay. It's a worthiness. Worthiness of love regardless. So you feel okay, worthy that. of love I if you're that. certain. Yeah, there you go. It's uh, that you are worthy of love no matter who you are. Now, yeah, that goes into a conversation. Are you worthy of love if you're a murderer? Yeah. It's that you could go down that a whole rabbit hole too. <laughs> but but it's a matter okay. of you knowing that you are worthy. And you probably had a lifetime where you had money and and maybe were abusive about it and were victim created victims and you know, you might have been in power and a ruler and, and people hated you and, you know, there could be right. so many kind of, layers some kind conversation. of I don't know, maybe because I'm intuitive, I kind of pick up other people's energy and it's some kind of thing where I feel guilt or shame or other people resentment towards me for being praised or yeah. having more than they had or being liked more than them or it's something like that I feel pops up with me. Yes. And I'm like, I don't want to think about these people. I want to live my life for me because when they choose what they want to do, they don't say, oh, is she going to be jealous or is she not going to like me? I don't want to live like that. I want to be free to make my choices and, so and have what I want. The easiest way to be free of that issue is send mm-hmm. them love. Just I uh, bless you. I wish you well and turn and walk away. <laughs> Literally, okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then, and then you have just you sent a field of love back to them because you are energetically, especially now that the 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 veil is so thin or gone. Yeah, you're in yes. a vibratory pattern that intuitives can feel. You can feel what somebody else is thinking. Yes. Yes. Easily. Yes. <laughs> yes. I really. Could. It's so funny. I can't. I can't. But yeah, but I'm ready to I'm ready to live my best life and make the choices I want to make and I choose to be a millionaire. That's my choice and I should be it and I should have it and I don't want to feel guilt or shame or anything. I want to feel no. good. Because you are a high vibratory energetic being of the light mm-hmm. and that's what resonates back. Okay. Now, 
let's go down another rabbit hole here because I think okay. it's very important for this conversation. What is the mass consciousness about money on your planet? It's not enough. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's another factor you all have in this mix. And if you have anger towards those that are controlling the money, the 1% of the population that owns 80% of the money, if you've got an attitude or an issue with that, that's blocking you from shifting your resonance pattern. Okay. <laughs> Ouch. Well, She's speaking do? to me. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. I just felt that one. Um, <laughs> yes, Karen. I was speaking to you, too. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Okay, so what I'm going to say to all of you listening is to change your conversation about money and the value of money on your planet, to change how you can receive it. So everything I've said previous is part of this whole conversation. This is another piece to the big picture is you've got to bless money. Money is a wondrous wondrous thing. Look at money as something that is a compensation for love and joy. If you can all start loving money and loving and, and know that it is a, 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 a thank you, a gift, a blessing. And enough people who are awakening can hold money in that esteem it will change the conversation on your planet. So I want to end this show with that note because it, vibrancy of money, vibrancy of health, vibrancy of love, vibrancy of relationships, vibrancy of worthiness, vibrancy of trust in self, first and foremost, is what will keep you all resonating in a higher vibratory frequency pattern and will shift everything in your field and in the quantum field for all that exist. The very big picture and a large conversation with a lot of cogs in its wheel and dimensionalities in its scope. That's what there is to know. Thank you. Thank you for bringing this forward. And it's, um, it's Kate, right? Kate, Katie, yes. Thank you so much. Katie. Thank, yeah, Katie from New York. Thank you. New York. Katie, thank you. This was uh, the perfect summary to everything. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Please thank join you us as again. Well. I will. Thank you so much. Namaste. Namaste. All right, everyone. Wow. Thank you, Archangel Raphael. Yes, all of these pieces are what bring vibrant health to all of you. They're all aspects of it. And 
as you clear your field and lift yourself in all of these varying conversations and continue, most importantly, to look for the positive aspects of everything, you will see your world shift. It will change. It will morph. It will grow. And you will assist the world and the global humanitarian everything will lift and shift and flow your world to a new existence level. And that's what's so greatly needed. So all of you have the ability to assist with that consciousness upliftment and empowerment to know you're worthy, you're valuable, you're lovable, you're lights, you're infinite beings that will continue to grow, morph, and experience duality in new ways. That's the opportunity. Thank you all for being the bright lights that you are. It is an honor to work with you and serve. Namaste for now. Thank you, Archangel Raphael. Thank you. And what should I take us out with with toning today? High vibratory balance. Oh, boys, love it. That's perfect. Okay, everyone. Again, I'll be back on the 28th with the wise ones and how to receive treats, not tricks. I think it's going to be a wonderful flow from this conversation because we've already started to discuss it. And then for anyone in the Philadelphia area, you can meet me in Newtown on November 3rd, and we can work together. Go to Awaken, C-H-E, Center for Human Evolution, or Awaken Expo on the Internet. You can find it there. Or email me, Karen, at KarenCrossman.com, and I'll send you the information. Thanks. Oh, it's also on the newsletter. Um, that I just sent out. So you, the radio show newsletter, if you want to connect to the newsletters, I'll be sending it that way. And you can go to KarenCressman.com. Thank you so much for being a part of this Awakenings family. See you back on the 28th, and I'm going to take us out with toning for a higher resonance balance.
Namaste, everyone. Bye for now. Have a fabulous two weeks.